Welcome to Campfire Chronicles, <laughs> episode 38. I'm Robbie. I'm Andrew. I... <laughs> I'm Brian. <laughs> and I'm Thomas. I forgot, the, I forgot the order. I thought Brian went first, but no one said anything for like a second, so. <laughs> I was like, I better say it. <laughs> okay, well, first of all, I guess we should say that uh, Andrew and Thomas, you guys are in the same room. Yep. Yes, we are. Yes, yes. Cool. How's, how's it going over there? <laughs> it's good. You know what I did today is I uh, I cleaned Andrew's piano. Uh, really? That was what I did today. And you know what I did all yesterday and the day before is I cleaned my entire apartment, which was really nice. Yeah. If you want to come piano. over, you can yeah. clean some of my stuff too, Thomas. Oh, okay. <laughs> I won't say no to that. He just cleans the things he touches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, must so be pure. Must be pure. <laughs> Thomas, um, are you COVID negative now? I am. How was that experience having COVID? <laughs> it was uh, not great, Bob. Not great. Okay. The reason I want to bring that up is because everybody I talked to who got COVID was just like, oh, yeah, you know, I was a little tired for a little while. Like, I was full on sick for a solid week. And then the next week, I couldn't do anything. And then the week after that, I was finally able to do stuff again. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, it was just, it was like a flu for me, with the exception of, um, uh, just kind of losing my ability to taste and smell for two days. Oh, I didn't lose any of that. Yeah, I didn't yeah, either. I definitely lost it. Huh. <clears throat> yeah. So, are you, uh, Robbie? Are you like all capable of doing stuff now? I think so. I actually started running two days ago. Like, I, I'm still nice. not my full energetic self, but I've got enough energy to at least do stuff mm-hmm. i mean part of that might also just be lack of conditioning over the f- couple of weeks yeah loss of conditioning yeah i mm. definitely i definitely had to work back up to it after i had it in june but yeah it definitely um for me it was also like a bad fever and it's like on the one hand i'm glad it was nothing worse than that but on the other hand it's made me realize like you know I I am fine wearing a mask at the grocery store if I can avoid getting this sick again. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to. It's like it's a crappy experience. Yeah, the that that's the real regret is that <clears throat> you could have prevented it with a mask. Well, maybe the mask wouldn't even prevented it, but yeah, yeah. Um, at this point, I think everybody's going to get it except for Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, immune. Yeah. I'm, I'm like uh, I'm like Ellie from Last of Us. <laughs> I need to... thought you were talking about your cat first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she is named after the character, so. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Did you ever <laughs> even play that game, Robert? Uh, Brian? Yeah, I played that game. Oh. Okay. I, I, no, I'm mixing like it up the first Red Dead. Game never I bought Red Dead. on my PS4. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, right. But yeah, because yeah, you didn't have a PS3. Yeah. Yeah, being sick sucks, though. It, it, not just because of <laughs> uh, being sick sucks, or am I saying that right? Being sick sucks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <It's a> tongue <laughs> twister. <laughs> um, not just because the experience itself, but it also just like throws an entire wrench in your like routines and stuff like that. Oh yeah. I think that's like the worst part. But yeah, I lost the entire month of November. Now that I think about it, I had COVID on my birthday. <laughs> I'd forgotten Boo. about that. Yeah. I, Robbie, um, it was your birthday. I didn't even wish you a happy birthday. What the hell? I don't know if any of us did. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, I'm used to it now from you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Uh, yeah, it was my birthday. That's because we don't have we don't have Facebook anymore to tell us when, when people. That's true. Are. That's true. Yeah. My Facebook has been deactivated for two years now. Um, <clears throat> my... I was gonna say though, I I don't remember the last time I was really sick, but I do remember the experience. It was a pretty bad fever and. I just remember being in this haze the whole weekend. It was like Friday, working, felt fine, and then suddenly, bam, the weekend started, and I just felt like so out of it. <laughs> and and yeah, it's like once you get sick, you're just like, ugh, I don't ever want to get sick again. I'm going to do everything in my power to prevent getting myself from getting sick again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fe- fevers are the worst because you just you feel like – you're some sort of like slime mold or something. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't feel like a human, you know? Yep. 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 All right. So what are we going to be talking about today? Cause I can only talk about being sick for so long. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, talk about the, uh, <coughs> glacier trip. Okay. Something else yeah. That's to. a good starter. We have a couple well, of ideas, but glacier trip. Yeah. 
It was great. Next topic. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, let's talk about not just that, but let's talk about the overall reception of the Glacier trip. You know, what we, what we, you know, now that it's behind us by two, two weeks and let's talk about the editing, you know, as someone who had nothing to do with the editing process, uh, I got to give mad shout out to you guys. Cause you guys did a great job putting that together, especially the grizzly bear scene. Um, you took, you made something out of almost nothing. Like it was a <laughs> dot on a screen and you put that into and stretched that out and made it like a two minute long, uh, you know, documentary where you could actually see it run down the hill. I was like, is that CG to hide? Did we like use AI? Do we use some bad CG? Cause they, do we use like AI to enhance this? Because this is, this is really kind of, kind of cool here. The, you There's know, it, two things that was crazy about it. One is that there was a single frame, like out of all the frames that the video captured of that bear being in focus. So like when it zooms in there and it does that freeze frame, that's the only frame where the bear was in focus. And the <laughs> other funny thing is that that camera has incredibly good autofocus, but it will prioritize human faces. So mm. it worked oh, against yeah. us because you guys were in the frame. So it was trying to focus on the people's face, not the distance like it would normally do. But yeah, we actually you know, got some. It's crazy. <clears throat> I think two things helped that scene. One was like the fact that we were reacting to it genuinely. And, oh, and all yeah. that was being captured on camera. And I think the other thing is just that whenever you see footage like that where it's very raw and like they slow it down uh, you know, to, to two <laughs> frames like per Bigfoot second. That's like footage. Highlight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, it yeah, actually, yeah. in a way, because of that association, it adds to the drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, I do have to say for our viewers out there, the the 10 of you that are listening to this podcast afterwards, I do need to say that it was so much closer than it seemed to be on camera. That was a wide lens, wide angle lens camera. And oh my gosh, I mean, it was like 30 yards away. I, I was going to ask what everyone remembers about that actual experience in person because yeah, yeah. I, I remember seeing its face clearly. Yes. Like, what happened just, with, with you, yeah. Thomas? Because you were the first one to see it. Yeah. You were in front. <laughs> so... You know, we're t- we're hiking along that trail up in the ridges, and you know, as you see in the video, the the clouds are coming and they're going, and you, because you're on that ridge, the clouds have to go over where you are in order to get to the other side. So all the wind is pushing these clouds up and up and up. So if there is a cloud, then it is going to come where you are, and it is going to block that visibility. So that's exactly where we were. We were in a cloud, and then it just so happened that the cloud just like got pushed over the hill got pushed over the mountain and then right then and there was the grizzly um 30 yards away from us if we had been stuck in a cloud for maybe the next uh i'll say next two minutes or so um we would have gone face to face with it like sorry hello hey yo we're here <laughs> oh um, I, I thought you guys something got yeah to sorry happen. no uh <laughs> it, I, it, it froze here uh, yeah, no, it would have just been face to face with it in that moment. Yeah, it's weird how um, that whole situation felt like some someone had written it in a script. You know, the the timing of us getting to the top of that ridge and the way the fog just cleared at the perfect moment. And it was so it, it's just such a bizarre moment because we weren't expecting to see a bear up there where there's nothing to eat. Um, and I actually, yeah. I don't know. I should research some bear behavior and see if that's normal. But I just remember seeing its face very clearly. And it was kind of like a surreal moment where you're you're a little taken aback and you don't realize that it's actually happening. You know what I mean? Um, but I just remember seeing its face so clearly and seeing that grizzled silver fur on its back. Mm. Um, it, it actually, it in hindsight, it reminds me of when I saw a black bear in the Smokies because it was just like, did I actually just see that? Or was I imagining that? But... Well, what's weird is that, so I was in the back, and when you guys stopped, I couldn't see it that well. I could see that, there, like, I, I didn't see its face until after we were looking at the video. But what's extra weird is that while we were walking back, I saw in the camera's viewfinder the bear going down. So I'm not sure how, because, like, looking at the video afterwards, you can barely see that thing walking down. Yeah. But somehow yeah. when we were walking back, like, looking in the viewfinder, I saw it walking down. So I don't know, maybe, like, your senses are heightened or something when <laughs> something like yeah. that happens. Because I noticed it while we were walking back. That is amazing because, like, even on a large screen, it's hard to notice that. Yeah, yeah, it was really weird. On a tiny viewfinder, yeah. 
Yeah, I think, well, one thing that wasn't shown in the episode, obviously because of the pacing, but after we had backed up to kind of that earlier area and we were kind of discussing what to do, I know Robbie was, he kept, you, you had said that the you saw the bear go down, but you were also reviewing the footage on the camera to kind of like be sure of that. And even right, then right. it was really difficult to see. So oh, kind of crazy. you know, maybe that's what happened. Maybe I was also watching the bear with my naked eyes. And I saw it <laughs> walking down. I don't know. <laughs> it was Ro- Robbie is so one with the camera. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell what's reality. Oh, so r- wait, real quick aside about that. I just watched the beginning of Star Trek Generations today, and they have cameras. Like the news reporters had cameras on their heads, so like just these people were following people around, like staring them in the face to try and film. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead, Thomas. Hilarious. Um, so after you know, after we took some time and we came back and we we you know got schooled a little bit there was this someone recommended this uh documentary called night of the grizzlies um yeah i wasn't gonna watch that <laughs> <laughs> but i did so you don't have to worry about it um in 1967 on the same night in two different parts of the park two separate grizzlies mauled and killed two different women wow um both while they slept, uh, and it's just kind of this this harrowing story about you know what was going on, what the park rangers were having to deal with, and just you know the kind of the it had never happened before since the beginning of the park, and in one night, two separate bears attacked and killed two different women. Um, they described it, and kind of they they still have some theories about what it was, but no one's really kind of pinpointed exactly what caught co- what could have caused that. They said it was like one in a trillion chance of happening. Well, I remember the park ranger even saying, you know, the bears aren't pulling people out of tents anymore. So yeah. I'm wondering, that, I mean, that had to have been related to like, oh, I think feeding so. bears in the past, right? Well, I, so the theory is that the day before, the night before the night of the Grizzlies, there was a tremendous lightning storm. And it was, it had been a dry, uh, hot summer. And the, the theory is that they were already hungry. And the lightning uh, upset them. And so the next night, when they found an opportunity to eat, they were already kind of, you know, exhausted from freaking out the night before, exhausted from the overall hot summer. And so uh, they kind of, they, they, they attacked. They attacked. Both, um, both were killed afterwards. Where uh, was that, though? It, was that in Glacier? Yeah, that, this was all in Glacier. One was on the High Line Trail, and the other one was near... Um, uh, was it St. Mary's Lake? Um, just within huh. like a couple of miles of each other. So when right. you, at some point, either before or after the trip, I can't remember now, you were yeah. <laughs> like looking oh, yeah. up bear attacks or something? <laughs> it was before the trip. Yeah, and, it was before the oh, trip. And you I tried to get looking us to up. watch something. <laughs> I wasn't, like, looking, I wasn't looking at it. I was just... I was just on Reddit one day, and Reddit decided to post a picture of what a right, what right. A, yeah, what it looks like when you're well, mauled yeah, by you a grizzly. Yeah, you tried to send us some Reddit link, and it was like, I said, look at your own, <laughs> you know, at your own risk here. <laughs> no one, no one besides me was. All of you were too smart to do that. So that's like, um, hey, the, watch, watch this documentary <laughs> about all the most gruesome plane crashes before we fly overseas somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I I can describe it, but I. That would be pushing it for this channel, and I'm not yeah, going to do it. Just, just know that the footage out no, there exists, the photos out there that. exist. But I do want to say one, you know, one silver lining to these bear attacks that happened was that was the uh, impetus for how we, uh, for the research and the practices that are still in place today about how we treat bears. You know, uh, having bear boxes, getting you know, separating where you eat from where you sleep. Yeah. Um, you know, having park rangers dedicated just to, you know, I'll say bear awareness, which is which are the folks that we met at um, Oldman Lake. So the the way that bears are treated today is a direct result of that night in Glacier National Park. Oh, well, that, yeah, at least something good came out of it. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, well, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, I feel like Russia gets a bad rap, but I saw a video recently of some russian dude drunk and like riding a bear <laughs> it was, like, was it real real yeah I don't, I, I don't know any of the context but it was really weird but i was gonna say um you, you mentioned the uh the people specifically like dedicated to bears but yeah like the person we met that we talked we, we briefly mentioned we talked to some people like some rangers 
um, they, the guy that we talked to literally was hired to handle like bear situations. Wasn't that the case? Wasn't yeah. So those, yeah. there was two Rangers who were actually together and we met them mm-hmm. separately. The, they passed us right, right. like together. And then later mm-hmm. on we met the first one and that guy we should talk a little bit about because he spoke Mandarin. And then <laughs> the other guy, <laughs> okay. he was actually already at Oldman Lake dealing with the bears. Yeah. yeah, in the episode, in the episode when you hear the bear huffing, it was right after that where we were talking to the bear manager. Yeah, um, and he was just, you know, we, we were manager. asking a bunch of questions. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, so Brian, do you, how much of the grizzly did you see? Like, what was your experience of that encounter? Honestly, I, I mean, I saw it, but I don't really remember a lot. Because you were like third in line, right? No, I was right behind Thomas. Yeah, he was oh, second. You were, you were third. Oh, I was third. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, so right. like it was all a rush race. to me because. Like, you have to understand, leading up to the running into the grizzly, you know, we had already encountered, you know, black bears and cubs multiple times over the course of the trip, you know, at that first campsite. And the feeling that I was experiencing was, oh, God, I hope we don't run into any grizzlies on this trip. (laughs) And also, (laughs) also okay, now that we're up here, there's no way we're going to run into a bear. So running into that grizzly up there like was just whammy. like, I was just like, all right, I, I want to go, I want to get out of here and go back. So I wasn't Brian, really like focusing on the bear except. Right, right. Instead. But Brian, I got to ask you this. I know it was a really intense moment um, while we were up there, but, you know, in hindsight, are you glad you had that encounter just to say that, you know, you, you've put yourself in this dangerous situation and you handled and composed yourself well. And obviously we don't want to continue to get in those situations, but you know, it does make for a good story. Certainly it the, makes for the a type, good type story, two fun. Sure. But I don't think it's something I, I could live without it. Right. You, you could have, <laughs> you know, it's you like saying like, Oh, I was it. in a terrible car crash, but I'm fine. It's like, I, I don't really need, need that experience <laughs> well I, it I does think make for a good story though that's, I, I, it's hard to deny that's so interesting because oh, yeah, i don't I mean, see this as a good story but i don't see this as a, like at all related to a car crash right i mean it's just like well, you know you but i, it, I hear I'm what you're just saying. saying it's like something where i could live without the experience either way you know i don't i don't need to encounter a grizzly to validate my <laughs> my, my life you know <laughs> oh, i <man>. don't know <laughs> I feel like I like, like okay let, let me put, let me put it this way it's easy to yeah. say that after the after the situation and everything's fine right yeah you know you can be like oh yeah nothing nothing went wrong we ran into the grizzly made for a good story you know and and it's fine but like if something had happened you know clearly the thought process would be different yeah yeah I'm so. I'm of the mindset that uh, I like having those experiences and being able to tell a story but. And there's there's part of me that always like I I'll hear people's stories about any sort of thing like that in life. Uh, you know, in martial arts, you run into people who had gotten into these crazy street brawls and come out to tell the story. But then you also realize something could go wrong in an instant in those situations, and it's like mm-hmm. I don't want to seek those situations out. <laughs> but it is yeah. cool to have had the experience and 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 tell the story. And and to be fair, I don't think we were it was like that scary or risky of a situation for us just because. We were being it, cautious I mean, about it. It was but. still risky because you consider the situation like we we, we yeah, discussed yeah. it afterwards. Our bear spray would have been completely ineffective. So right, if that grizzly had decided to come at us, it would have been a completely different feeling afterwards. You know, yeah, even if yeah. the grizzly came towards us and then, you know, Back decided off. to leave us alone. I think the, the feeling overall would have been completely different because. Yeah. I wonder how much like PSI those things have or whatever. Like, yeah. How- Oh, they say they can shoot up to thirty feet. Yeah, but in those so, wind conditions, cow. I wonder how. Well, I don't Woo! know. Those, that was those were huge, heavy winds. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Was that that, that wind hadn't started yet, though. That no, the wind def- wasn't yeah, until right no, after. It was, that. definitely was. <clears throat> it was really windy. Like that was, was why the, that was why the fog cleared up was because it was blowing. The wind was blowing. Mm. Yeah. Oh. So, hmm. one thing I do want to address, and I'll concede a little bit, but also talk about you know, I think in the. In the video, we talk about brown bear, uh, sorry, grizzly bears versus black bears, mm-hmm. and you know my my initial thought process is grizzly bears are predatory, while brown bears are more docile. Sorry, black bears are more docile. Um, yes, well, first off, do that that is more or less 
true about the grizzly bears, but I did not realize how many deaths there have been in the U.S. from black bears. Mm. And I think the reason for that is there's just many, many more black bears out there. Mm. Um, and so, yes, I'd say, like, if you're looking at percentages, I think grizzly bears probably have the highest percentage death per grizzly. But there still are some, you know, uh, maulings out there with black bears. Well, We're, I'm looking at one here that actually happened in Colorado, not too far away from me, with a 39-year-old woman that happened last year. It, it would be a huge <laughs> mistake to assume that... Um, to assume that a black bear is like some docile creature or something. All right. Yeah. Right. Like I, I, I think, yeah, it, w- it would just be a mistake to, to say that they're nothing to worry about. Obviously, it's still something that could end your life in a moment yeah. if you do the wrong things. Well, Absolutely. I guess we haven't done that many trips in serious bear country, but this was the fifty-fifth video that we've mm-hmm. shot. And this is our first bear encounter as a group. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, only yeah. Andrew I mean, has run into bears before, and that was on a solo right. trip. Well, and when we're in the Smokies, we never came across one. And there's, I think the density of black bears is the same there as in Glacier, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. It's like huh. about one per square mile. Yeah. And then um, where else? Oh, yeah, Yellowstone. We were out there, obviously. Yeah. I mean, just we saw. General, I thought we saw some... Maybe it was with my family. We saw a grizzly bear in Yellowstone, but that was not when we were filming. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we definitely driving. not when filming. But okay, in, in 2009, I think we saw some at a distance. Oh uh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was from the car. Like we just got out and then looked at it from the car, right? And we saw right, um, right. we saw bear tracks at Lost Coast, but we never saw the bears. Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, right, yeah. actually, Robbie, we did see a bear in um, uh, at Mount Baldy. Remember that? That was a big fat black bear. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, that was driving, though. That was in somebody's trash can. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was a, still huge and fat. Yeah, man, that bear was just... It was just Going to town to... Rooting through can. those garbage cans, oh. yeah. Wait, was it in, like, a residential area? Yeah, or? it was in the city yeah, yeah. of Mount Baldy. Oh. oh. Well, that bear's... Like, not on the actual mountain or something. No. Well, I mean, we were in the mountains. Yeah, yeah we were driving up. It was, like, the mountain neighborhoods before you get to the trailhead, you know? I'm I'm surprised they don't have some sort of, like, slightly more bear-secure trash can. Yeah, it. that was actually kind of weird now that I think about it. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. they, like, huh. he just climbed over the fence and then was in their yard, and I was like, man, I assume that those people have experience dealing with that and... They know so what to Mount, do, but I don't know. Mount Baldy is also part of the Eastern Sierras, right? So it, it, there's no, no... it's not. Oh, it's not? No. But it's it's west of the Rockies, right? Yes. So there's no grizzlies out there, is my no, understanding? No, there's no grizzlies. Yeah. No, no black, no brown bears. Right, right. Just black bears. <clears throat> yeah, after... Um, actually, recently, for for some reason, I wasn't even like looking up like bear stuff, but on YouTube, I recently saw a video of these hikers who were at Glacier, and the video was posted a couple months ago, so probably around the same time as us, but they were hiking the Highline Ridge Trail or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was It's the trail that kind of, that we you pointed out when we were driving on the, yeah, going to the Sun Road, or I guess it's Yes, yeah, uh-huh, yep. Um, Ridge. And, and it was him and his friend, and they were filming, and they saw this bear, like, up around the corner, and then the bear eventually went down, and came back up on a further part of the trail where there was, like, a larger group of people walking and they were filming it from a distance but the bear actually started like aggressively moving toward it was a grizzly and started aggressively moving towards this group of people oh eventually it backed off i think they had like they used their spray or air horns or something but it's just like whoa wait these were people we talked to no 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 no. no. this is just it just happened to be around the same time it's a video he saw interesting yeah it was just a video i saw recommended on youtube wow like the bear had no reason to go towards these people, but you know there was like probably a group of like eight or ten people, and mm-hmm. the other the other two hikers were filming it from the opposite side of the trail. But they saw the bear wow. like start kind of moving more quickly towards the group of people, and they were like, "Oh God!" Yeah. And so yeah. it's just like, yeah, that, yeah. and that's it's, and I guess that's the reason why Thomas, when you ask me how I feel about the encounter, it's like you just never know. Every you know every time you put yourself in that situation. There is the, the that small chance there's something that goes wrong and I don't know. It, it, I guess if I can help it, I don't I don't need to put myself no. in that right, situation. Right. Yeah, and that's that's totally fair. I'm not trying to shame yeah. you for being like, oh, I wish I didn't have that. I I'm glad I had that. I don't know if I'd seek that out every day by any means, but um, I guess I guess I guess what I was trying to say was I'm I'm not going to let that experience deter my experiences. Oh no going no, back to I, glacier. 
no, no, no. I wouldn't say that it would deter me from going back, but right. Yeah. One, one thing I know we were talking about this in the video footage of this. Uh, I don't know if the 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 park visitors did everything right or by the book, but I do want to give a shout out to uh, an Instagram account called Tourons of Yellowstone. Uh, it's a mix between tourists and morons. <laughs> and it's we're all... featured on there daily <laughs> <laughs> no thankfully not if, if we ever make it on there that means we did something wrong um but it's all about um, people just doing the wrong thing when it comes to national parks and uh i don't know why i i doom scroll there when i do but uh <laughs> oh, you know i don't know if i could handle that because it's I'd probably get so upset yeah like people approaching bison uh, way too close. People going up to bl- uh, black bears and grizzly bears way too close. The one that really does piss me off a lot, and just because you know it's irrep, you know it causes irreparable damages. Walking on the geothermal um, features, yeah, in Yellowstone, that's just you dangerous know, the, too, man. Yeah, yeah. it is. First, yeah, first of all, it leaves you know footprints that can't be cleaned up, right? You know, you just. They're there forever now. Second, yeah, Robbie, you're absolutely right. People like fall through a thin crust and then get boiled alive. Ah, you guys like heard about need... the foot they found in Yellowstone? Yeah, <laughs> identified it. I think I heard about that. Uh, I probably I shouldn't like be they laughing need, at like, that. But <laughs> better education about this stuff. I mean, on the one hand, the parks are pretty over the top about you know alerting you about bears and stuff like that. But I, I don't know. I just. I feel like there needs to be something that just yeah. hits the point home to you know, people. You know what it is? <laughs> make, and, uh, make them watch. Make them uh, put yeah. Thomas in charge, and, and he'll make yeah, them well, watch I, like <laughs> videos. <laughs> Actually, that was that was it. I was talking to my dad about this a couple days ago, and I said, "All it takes is that one picture that I saw." Yeah, yeah. And then you're never gonna, you know, take a bear lightly Unless you're again. Homer Simpson, <laughs> like in that car yeah, crash. the car crash. One. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that that's that's an image that just won't. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a great trip well, other anyway. than that. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, it was actually, I mean, including that it was a great trip. It's just, you know, it's just an important um, takeaway to just always Respect be very aware nature. of your surroundings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. don't take these things lightly and I, always be prepared. I will say that after the Grizzly, for the rest of the trip, not encountering any bears, I was very relieved yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because yeah. I was, yeah. I was really on edge after that Grizzly encounter for almost the entirety of the rest of the trip until we basically had gotten through the last night and it was the morning and we were going to, you know, like after we had gotten through the last night, I was starting to, you know, like actually relax and, and not be so, so on edge. But yeah, you know, all those, well, all those bear encounters at the first one and the grizzly really made me anxious. <laughs> I thought someone had even said there was a grizzly bear at the camp, second campsite we were staying at, but thank yeah, the, the, the ranger that we met, we told yeah, him we yeah. were camping there the second night, but yeah. So. No, 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 no. We were going third. to stay at a third campsite, and oh, that's that where no, a he moose did was mention, killed. He did mention a grizzly, at because we told him we were staying at No Name Lake, and then he said something about a grizzly. Yeah, but oh, maybe he maybe that. he misunderstood which which one we were staying at or something. But I don't know. Well, yeah. one thing I'll say is um. Glacier in general, it, it was just like the height of adventure as far as our trips go. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's a good illustration of how backpacking can be such a variety of experiences. You know, because there's some where you're just out in the woods and you feel like you're basically living in the woods and having a relaxing time. And there's others where you're just having these incredible experiences. But, you know, there's the risk involved and the danger. And yeah. um, it, it really feels like you're in Elder Scrolls or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, something that I don't I don't know if this was in the video. I don't think I remember seeing it, but or hearing it, or whatever. Um, but when we were s- sleeping for on the last night, oh yeah, 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 we heard that like really loud sound, and I think we all came to the conclusion that maybe it was some rock fall from the. Oh right, yeah, that's right. No, was it, that when me and Thomas came out, or was that later in the night? There was definitely a rock fall that woke us all up. Yeah. Oh. And we were all just like, what was that? <laughs> yeah. I do remember that now. Yeah. 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 I don't think we even filmed that, right? Because no. it was just, yeah. no, it it was just so amazing. sudden. Yeah. Yeah. There was a scene that night where you and Thomas were looking around for something. Yeah. But we cut that out uh, entirely. I thought you and, I think you and Brian had heard stuff. So we 
went out to check it out, but it's like we found nothing. So yeah, there's no I, point. I had heard things. I thought oh, it just heard heard, it, okay. yeah, it, it truthfully just sounded like a moose going around chomping on some mm. um, cud. Is that the word? Right word? Something, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. No, yeah, the yeah, cud something. is the thing that they chew in their mouth, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, some leaves. I'll just say that. A moose <laughs> chewing <laughs> on some leaves. <laughs> so, but no, all it was, it was incredible. Plus that last day with those colors. Yeah. Yeah. That. That last day felt like the most idyllic, crisp autumn autumn day ever. Yeah, it was just so beautiful. Yeah, oh, man, Robbie, good that. job planning that trip. Yeah. I know I said that in the moment, but seriously, excellent job on that one. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> if you want to do that trip, so we reserved our backpacking permits in March of this year, and it we did the trip in September, so it was way early. If you don't manage to get your reservation in or whatever, it's like a lottery system, but they try to accommodate everybody. <clears throat> everybody who was on the trail with us had gotten permits that day. So <laughs> you can definitely get permits a uh, day of, at least in yeah. September. Just, I don't know about the more busy months. Yeah. yeah. Well, any other thoughts on Glacier? Any other highlights or? Uh, well, well, I guess I guess everyone's I, uh Oh, go ahead. I guess I could say is that there's a lot more that we could still do at Glacier. Like we oh, yeah, yeah. barely scratched the surface of how yeah, huge that park is. Park. Barely. <laughs> yeah. I've, you know, it, being, being up on that mountain with the wind and the grizzly, that was the only thing that made me kind of understand the incessant comments we get about how we should carry a gun or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Maybe in this one you guys win. <laughs> Even that, I still don't. I still don't believe. No, yeah, you, you, forty-four Magnum. <laughs> you you carry the right type of gun and the right type of bullet, but I'm not lugging that around. That's true. That, it right. Would be Plus, Andrew, I know you and I love you, but if you were to carry a gun around, you would be the person to accidentally discharge that thing. Okay. You know, right? In my actually, the camera I, people would be carrying the guns. Let's just put it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They'd be I'm filming. <laughs> incredibly careful about guns, for the same reason that like. It's a situation where something can go wrong so easily. So the <laughs> the few times I've been to a gun range, I'm like super super careful to make sure everything's out of the gun, the magazine is out completely, yeah, and it's still pointed down range with the safety on and stuff like that. It's yeah. like that is an area where I do not joke around. Trigger discipline. The, the first time I went to a gun range, it was, um, the the sound of just like people around you shooting. Oh yeah, yeah. It was very, um intimidating and i can understand how easily people could get ptsd from that oh totally yeah yeah i went to a range recently and someone had a barrett 50 cal <laughs> holy <Jesus>. cow <laughs> don't you need to be like a, isn't that like an open air range yeah i was about to say yeah, would that yeah, shoot through okay. the wall <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's outdoors. <laughs> wow uh but everyone had a good time on the trip yeah yeah it's great um yeah, i guess but... go ahead Brian. go ahead no no i was gonna transition Oh, I was just well, going to say, yeah, I, the funny thing about this, I was thinking about this trip versus Lost Coast, and I feel like I remember things from Lost Coast much more clearly. I don't know if maybe it was just because Lost Coast felt like a more relaxed trip. Um, but, you were in, like, high alert mode in Glacier. Yeah, I was in such a high alert mode that, I mean, like, I was able to enjoy the moments when, you know, we had good views, but afterwards, I just, like, everything felt like, seems like a blur in my head. I, I definitely had adrenaline coursing through me, like. Not just because of the bear, but just the incredible experience of being on those yeah. ridges. There, I mean, yeah, there was a lot. In the wind. Like that yeah. one scene when we reached the ridge and the wind is blowing in your face is just like, it, yeah, yeah. You can't help but feel <laughs> adrenaline and, and and like energized and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I I don't really want to say this because I don't want to sound like I'm bragging because I absolutely am not. I almost think that it was a case of the bystander effect for me because I wasn't scared in any of the encounters. It was almost like you guys were scared for me. So I was like, okay, that's cool. As long as somebody's scared in this situation. I just chalked. Yeah. Yeah. I did notice, Robbie, that you were exceptionally like calm and laid back about everything. But I just kind of chalked it up to the fact that you were so focused on making sure everything got filmed. <laughs> There's a, there was a funny moment and I forget how much of it we cut out, but it's when we encounter the grizzly and Tom is like, move back, move back. And we're all kind of in a panicky mode. And at one point, Robbie's like, okay, Thomas, we're moving. But it's like, on the one hand, it was it was funny. But on the other hand, it's like, 
you can't blame Thomas for like, yeah, being in yeah. advantage. <laughs> well, I, I was trying to move, I was trying to move backwards without yeah, turning yeah, yeah. my back, and, right, right, and right, you guys right. weren't moving fast enough. <laughs> I was <just> like, <laughs> no, excuse me for trying reasonable. to be the yeah. no, no, perfectly <laughs> reasonable, especially because Thomas was at the front. <laughs> I was gonna say Andrew just needed to kick me down the hill, and you guys could have made a run for it. <laughs> uh, uh, Okay, well, well, yeah, yeah. Why don't you transition us into the topic ideas you had, Brutus? <laughs> All right, well, I'm glad that we, we you know, and in, in truth, I think, you know, following COVID, we've had, the by COVID, I mean the overall pandemic, we have had such a resurgence here on the channel. Uh, within a span of a year, we did New, uh, New England, the Northeast. We went down to the border um, of uh, Mexico and Texas. Then we went as far west as we possibly could to the pacific ocean and hiked down the coast for 26 miles and we ended the year um up pretty far north uh in the in the almost canadian rockies but still very much montana so um as exciting as a year that was for us uh i can only be excited about what comes next year it is winter here, and it is kind of cold. in the future. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, with that, uh, I do want to ask, uh, what do we got planned for 2023? What's going on this year? Well, the biggest so, one that I'm sure we've talked about in yeah. multiple places just here and there is that we're going to Japan next year. Yes, yes. It's all being brewed right now. Nothing has been <laughs> locked down. But, That's a good way to put it. It's it's brewing. <laughs> yeah, it's brewing. <laughs> I want I want to buy these tickets before the end of the year. Yeah, you know I need to get my Hong Kong tickets too. So we're, we're thinking of doing August, right? Because uh, I think Daryl was telling you that's kind of the best time to hike mountains in Japan. Yeah. And um, I am also most likely going to be going to Hong Kong around that time of year as well. So it'll be convenient for me to hop from there to Japan, or you know. Japan to Hong Kong, depending on when we do it. But mm-hmm. yeah, so and my brother's family wants to go as well. So oh, yeah. that's mm-hmm. part of the complication is I I want to go early to go with them, and then afterwards have you guys come, and then we all do our stuff together. Interesting, and I and and then Robbie, I'm hoping you can help me out too because I'm hoping to take an extra amount of time of PTO on and off or something like that, and. uh uh, having you show me around a little bit, yeah, just do my own thing for a bit. Um, I mean, the, know, the not... visa limit is ninety days, so <laughs> we could just oh, wow. okay. go for the full ninety days. <laughs> I didn't know you had to apply. Get for a, a million visa subscribers. <clears throat> no, 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 no. Well, you don't have to apply for a visa, but when you get there, beyond that, oh, they stamp your thing, and then you can stay there for ninety days. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Well, maybe it makes sense to like see if there's like an Airbnb. If your brother's family's going to be there, and then we're going to be there. Maybe it makes most economical sense to get something for like a month. Yeah, I don't know. It that's why it's still brewing. There's so many possibilities yeah. we gotta <laughs> consider. Well, how what what um general time frame are you guys thinking? Like how many weeks were you thinking? For well, we can discuss that also? off of the show. But um where do you guys want to go? What do you want to do? Like what have you heard about Japan that you really like, oh I gotta do that? Well, I mean that's the hard thing. <laughs> I think I'd need to look into it some more again because I know you say Kyoto's boring, but I think the temples sound cool. Yeah, I I really want to see some temples. You know, and maybe that's something that. Yeah, th- I mean, I've said it's boring so many times, but th- I think that's just partially influenced by the times I've been to Kyoto. Was with a school group, so <laughs> I was forced to go to the temples on their schedule, and I've heard from many people that Kyoto is the most beautiful place. So, yeah, right. we can go. And there's yeah. there's deer. There, there's deer just like walking in the streets in a city called Nara. And well, we have none of those in Ohio. And they like harass you for food and everything. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that's fun, that, though. <laughs> for me, for me, Robbie, the things I want to see are natural, natural Japan, right? The have my Kumatori experience with you guys. Um if we can do Mount Fuji, great. I've heard Mount Fuji's kind of bleh to actually be on, but it would be cool just to put a feather in my cap and do that. Um, I do want to walk the streets of uh, a big city like Tokyo, and I do want to walk the streets of a smaller town as well. Um, temples are important, like specifically like how temples and nature kind of intertwine, more natural old history temples, that type of stuff. And then um, 
if we do, I'd love to see Nagasaki or Hiroshima, uh, which is the one with the clock tower. Uh, the uh, clock tower? <laughs> you mean the the you, building that remains? Yeah, yeah. The building oh, that's that Hiroshima. <laughs> that's Hiroshima. The dome um, or whatever. And, yeah, yeah. That's right. Sorry. I think it's Not called the, the Hiroshima Dome, actually. <laughs> the Hiroshima Dome. Uh, if the if it's not too far out of the way would love to check that out and then uh robbie if you're interested in going north again but i guess it probably is too warm for that but i i love i love that shot of you on that northernmost point it just seemed very iconic and very um i don't know it gave me nostalgia for an experience i never had yeah, i you know, know exactly what you mean yeah this is um probably better suited for a colder season but i would love to visit the natural hot springs that are up in the north oh yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) i also would this is also probably better for a colder season but i would also love to go to okinawa uh okinawa someday which i i've also heard mixed things about that it's but i just think it'd be cool for me at least because that's the (laughs) birthplace of you know okinawan karate and stuff i thought you were gonna say that's the birthplace of karate kid (laughs) three yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) or was it two it was two Oh yeah, too. Yeah, I don't know. I I think no matter where we go, like even if we went back to Kumatori, that would still be pretty thrilling for me. I mean, it's hard to. I feel like it's hard to have a bad trip in Japan. Yeah, I, I think pretty much anything we do will be fun there. Yeah. And Robbie's there to translate for us. Yeah, dude, isn't that great? That I studied <laughs> it for ten years, and that's just we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like all really great the preparation prevents poor planning or whatever is that <laughs> i don't remember what it is <laughs> but in any case the <clears throat> it's it's really nice when you have something like that that you don't have to worry about it's just off your plate i've probably mentioned this before but i want to get super super shredded before I go to hong kong <laughs> but only just because it's going to be incredibly hot and humid and i want zero insulation on my body (laughs) other than muscle Uh, yeah just (laughs) i want my body warmed by muscle only no clothing (laughs) how do you feel a pant i'm sorry (laughs) this is an aside anyway go ahead go for it go for it go for it i was gonna Um, say all right so so oh no thomas i'm changing topics here either you get on the train or you you interrupt me (laughs) i'm on that train baby (laughs) <laughs> okay all right uh oh, wait, wait, hold so, on. No. <laughs> so japan is japan is in the works for 2023 that's that's no doubt and that's going to be probably our big 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 trip um you know that that doesn't necessarily have to be the only one i've got a few other ideas i don't mind sharing but um what else is in the works for you guys what else you got planned for next year i've got nothing planned so i want to hear <laughs> what your ideas are Ooh. well uh luckily uh, you got a friend who lives out in Colorado, and there's no excuse not to visit him in Colorado and do some uh, good uh, good backpacking trips up in the mountains. Sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah, we got to have like just a, uh, like a two-week to a month session where we just go visit Thomas and then go somewhere every weekend. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we could we could do at least like one or two backpacking episodes, but we could also do a, you know, four corners kind of road trip thing where we go to those four. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. We could even retrace some of the stuff from the old national park foundation video. Mm. Have you been to Mesa Verde Thomas? No, but I was just watching videos about it today. Yeah. I think you guys would like that a lot because it's super cool. Cool. Brian, were you going to say something that you had planned? Uh, not planned, but I have mentioned this before Brilliant. in the past. But I would like to do pictured rocks again with everyone. The whole, the whole. Oh thing. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. I think that would be a lot of fun. Oh, and speaking of like longer distance hikes, weren't we also talking about the JMT at some point? Yeah, with Japan though, I don't. It'd be yeah, yeah. Doing both might be a, a tall ask. I think yeah. that's a twenty twenty four ask. I will say, um, this is maybe on the cusp of the new year, but. We are planning a trip to Seneca uh, Seneca Creek again, because the last time we went, it was in the winter, so we barely hiked any of it, um, and there's a trail that's kind of an extension of what we did last time, and it goes over some really cool stuff. Uh, you know, there's a part where you have these highland meadows and um, an area with a plane crash and, and some cool oh, wow. campsites with waterfalls and stuff, so that's something I'm looking forward to, and then just in general, I'm looking forward to some 
actually more relaxed trips where we we focus a little more on the campsites and the cooking and stuff mm. like that. You and I think winter will be perfect for that. Yeah, and you know, I want to have an episode where we can use the tripod more. Like something something mm. relaxed yeah, where yeah, we yeah, don't yeah. feel like we have to keep moving constantly because I was watching yeah, exactly. Watching some of our earlier episodes like we went like ballistic with the tripod shots. Like <laughs> yeah. you look at some of those and you're like, "Yo, that is a lot of effort." How many times they set up that tripod. So we don't necessarily have to go that far, but I they look better, you know, like it's, no, it's yeah, more yeah. Yeah, yeah and it, yeah. it's just we a definitely trade-off. Have, yeah. Yeah, we've definitely had a lot of ambitious hikes in 2022. Mm-hmm. And I think after after Glacier we all agreed that we wanted something a little chill where we kind of kind of so to speak go back to our roots where we do like a nice easy hike do some actual like campfire cooking have a stay up around the campfire kind of thing <laughs> we got to go back to manitou island with thomas too <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 and explore man. the north end i don't think we even went to the north we end. yeah we still haven't yeah, been to the north end yet we, yeah yeah we've been denied yeah, yeah. that <laughs> we're, we're slowly getting there because the first time we we went a little bit on that trail Second time right. we went much farther, and then the third time I think we can finally we, we could go the other direction. The third time, yeah, yeah. So I've got I've got three trips in my back pocket that I I want to do in 2023, and if you guys want to come, well, I'll say uh, one of them you guys need to come. Uh, the other two are going to be more for my pleasure, but would love it if you guys could come and film too. Uh, first is going to be I I cannot go another year without going to Grand Tetons. And oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I am within driving distance of the Tetons now, and I I almost went up. Just I called Andrew one day. And I was like, Andrew, I can't stand, I can't stand this. I got to go to the Tetons. You want to come with me? He's like, Ah, it's a little bit too last minute, but that's on the docket for next year. Um, do a backpacking loop there, even if it's just by myself. Yeah, we have to pay tribute to Black George too. Yeah, yeah, it's actually that loop, the the original loop. Wait, is he dead? dead? I don't know. I don't know. I, probably. Yeah, it was like. 15 years ago. Yeah. Man. It was 86 at the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, trip number two is going to be, uh, I got to go back to Yosemite. That one might be more of a personal trip. If I can't find anyone to go with me besides you guys, then I'll take you guys. But uh, <laughs> Okay, the... thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you guys who I go camping with all the time. <laughs> no, no, no. I want you guys to come. Uh, I, specifically the high country. Uh, we didn't really get into the high country last time we were there, but... Um, uh, up in up near the Tuomni Meadows Cathedral, uh, I think Cathedral Peak, some of these other ones where we're really kind of up there in the high Rockies. That's such a different landscape than anything else we've done before besides maybe Mount Whitney. Mm-hmm. Um, and the permits are going live like next week. So that's why um, they're, they're rolling those out six months in advance. Oh, and lastly. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm looking at those in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and lastly, it's going to be uh, um, Cascades National Park. Isn't that right, Robbie? Uh, is it? <laughs> did I? What did I? I I thought we wanted to go to Washington. To no, Pacific that Northwest. I, oh yeah, is that Cascades? I thought it was Olympic. Olympic oh, was the one I that was I was in... looking into. Oh, okay. Well, I, my bad. Then yeah, Olympic. You know, we got to start. Like on these bigger trips, I think we should milk two episodes out of <laughs> like. <laughs> I, I use milk in a cynical way, but I actually mean like if we went to Washington, you know, and, and set up a had a little pre trip home base thing in Seattle before going to Olympic, I feel like that would still be interesting stuff to show. Well, hold on. It also mm. makes sense if we're gonna take all the effort to go out there, we should stay longer and just film <laughs> two locations. Right. Because right, right, right. the biggest expense is the travel getting right. out there. And if we're already going to be taking the time off of work, it would make more sense to just like, like you could do two weekends even where you, you leave on a Friday and you come back, not the next Monday, but the one after that. So you have two right. weekends in a week, a work week. And then all you'd be missing mm-hmm. is that five days of, uh, but then uh, you've got five days of a hotel to pay for. Not necessarily because we would be, um, oh yeah, I guess you're right. If we did. Yeah. Well, no, because Either we could do the trips back, back to back. back. Trips. Yeah, we could think about it, but yeah, just yeah, yeah. doing two trips might be out of those big ones makes a lot of sense, yeah. actually. Yeah. Well, and, and this is a 2024 thing, but I, I know um, Brian was talking about Iceland. If we ever go there, we could easily film three trips or fr- three episodes from that. And like, I, I, don't, I, I well, oh, oh, 2024. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
and I mean, I, I jokingly use the word milk, but I actually think people would love to see different aspects of international trips that we do. Like I oh, remember when we sure. had the I, Japan. Yeah, I think it'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah. So with Iceland, we were talking about doing a road trip and then an actual backpacking trip and then maybe one more. Like a hotel archives. Like a legit hotel yeah. archives. Right, right. Because uh, one of the places I stayed at was just amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, it sounds funny, but uh, you could think of it as kind of an extension of a road trip episode in a way. But And on that note, I'm also... <laughs> I need to figure out how much of this Hong Kong trip I could film and... and because it's this tour that this guy gives, and he probably, I don't know. You know what I would recommend for that? Cool. Is mm-hmm. if you go there, don't try to do a vlog every single day. What I would say is mm-hmm. go there and pick a day and say, this is the day where I'm going to film. And then just take mm-hmm. that day and make it, put all your effort into filming that day. So that way yeah, you're yeah. not like constantly trying to do two things at once, you know? Yeah. Don't get burned out. That's, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Um, no, I'm excited for that. I I want to see the resurgence of Andrew's vlog. That was good I, stuff. Well, I this was probably going Adventure Archives, but I I wonder if we could even if you guys go to Japan early while I'm in Hong Kong or something, if we could even combine that footage into some other story to tell mm. leading into the actual Japan episode. Mm. That would be ideas. cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. All well, right. Well, um, we're coming up on the end, the the top of the hour here. I do have one last talking point. Um, uh, before you get to we... that, real quick, um, yes. I just want to address two things. Um, Matt W said we should go back to Algonquin, and I totally agree with that. Mm. Uh, yep. Yeah, we yeah, got to yeah, take yep. advantage of that before the next pandemic, and we can't go to other countries. <laughs> <laughs> we got to make next year. Like you know, it's kind of funny because the national parks, the mm. they got their commercial filming permit rule overturned, so we're like, we're going to every national park. Right. And that has been because. overturned again. So we were right to go to as many national parks as we could. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about more about that later. But um, the <laughs> uh, crap, I lost my train of thought. Oh, uh, yeah. So next year, yeah, yeah. yeah, next year needs to be the year of international because of the pandemic. <laughs> okay. And then the other yeah. thing is Vikram uh, said that uh, there should be a place where we do a group hike. On, oh, I don't think we'll ever do a group hike because <laughs> that'd be kind of difficult with the filming and the like amount a group of people. Backpacking trip, yeah. Yeah, but a meetup. I said that there was a seventy percent chance that we would do one this year. We did not do it. So <laughs> the twenty-five one. <laughs> I was gonna say I put one together, but then I got sick and I traveled, and that just fell through. Well, we we were talking over Thanksgiving that you know springtime, Aprilish might be a better time of year anyway, because then we can have an outdoor hike during it. Where the weather's nice and we're also identifying a bunch of the, you know, spring greens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So just for context, why we haven't done it already is that the last time we did a meetup, it was literally just like announced on Facebook and 80 people showed up. Like it was a lot of people. It was totally impromptu. We just went to a random uh, place in High Banks Park. So if we do this again, we're going to have to find a place that can actually hold people and have bathrooms and parking and everything. So, yeah. Okay. But anyways, Thomas, well, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So... <clears throat> You know, and I, I think that's a good thing to talk about, you know, what we want to do next year and kind of what we're striving for, for the channel at least. But more personally, um, you know, I always think back to the, when Andrew sat there at the campfire. Actually, I think it was the day before this picture was taken, the picture that's playing right now on the live stream, where Andrew said, you know, I think I'm going to get into Kung Fu uh, oh, this year for the New Year's. Oh, it was. And wow, it was I'm, I'm sitting here in his office looking at his... <laughs> what is it? What is it? A, a certified sifu? Not, not a sifu, but it's like a basically yeah. karate black belt. Yeah, he's 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 not a jujitsu black belt. Uh, he, so he's a kung fu master right now. Basically, he, he <laughs> could take not. on the grandmaster. But um, you know, good well, for you. Someone who calls himself a grandmaster, I might actually be able to take on. <laughs> so, you know, I still I, beat him I, in arm I, wrestling though. but you know i think that goes that goes to show that you know sometimes new year's resolutions really do matter and they do make a difference so um you know by the time this airs for you know publicly if this does air publicly then uh uh we want to hear what our maybe some of our new year's resolutions are going to be this year or this upcoming year i have not given it any thought i yeah i haven't (laughs) given it thought yet but uh when we do our next episode by the way, we're trying to do these episodes at the beginning of every month. Um, we missed November because of COVID. 
But uh, when we do January, maybe we'll have our ideas. But I can tell you that my New Year's resolution this year was to always have $10 in ones, uh, $20 in fives, <laughs> and uh, ten, two $10 bills, so $20 in tens, um, in my wallet at all times. And I did that, and let me tell you, it came in handy many times. Highly, <laughs> highly recommend it. Especially the ones. Why? Give me Just, an example. Oh, like there's, tipping <laughs> there's tipping. There's bribing little kids when you want them to stop talking. Like, I was in the car <laughs> with three kids. Oh, you kids. know, I'm convinced. I'm convinced. So loud. <laughs> he said bribing, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Dude, th- this is the best part about being an uncle is you can bribe kids with $1 bills. It's it is the best thing ever, man. <laughs> Three loud kids in the car, and I'm just like, oh my God, you guys got to shut up. And like the driver's being annoyed, everybody's being annoyed. And I was like, okay, guys, here's the deal. I'm going to give $1 to the person who can be quiet the longest. <laughs> Rest of the car ride, dead silent. Fantastic. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, but That's also, manipulative. more practically, just all sorts of situations where you need to use it, like tipping. Yeah. Uh, toll roads random stuff like yep that. yeah the toll roads i i will never forgive oklahoma for the time that they were cash only i'm like specifically like 75 cents and change i'm like who has 75 yeah. cents <laughs> i the 21st century so i was i was in a rental car and there was nobody manning it so i just blew right through <laughs> there was nothing to t- <laughs> i was just like well what else am i gonna do i'm not gonna That's actually turn around idea. go back to the airport and fly back to california no i'm just like it's a rental car the rental car company can bill me if i get yeah. ticketed um i think my years my new year's resolution is going to be moderation mm. not so much like I, I know that like when you think moderation you think of drinking and stuff Nah, not not really that <laughs> um more of just like you know i got my first place this year um, and it's so easy just to kind of go wild and be like, oh, I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy this. I'm going to fix that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to, oh my God, you know, I'm going to do all these different things. No, uh, this year moderation everywhere, moderation with my social life, moderation with friends, moderation with, uh, most importantly, I think it's going to be, uh, social media. I just, I have been so glued to my phone this oh, year man. that yeah. I'll just sit there and just mm-hmm. scroll and scroll and scroll for hours on end. And I gotta, I gotta put a put a stop to that moderation just in general. Not cease, cease, sure, cease <laughs> like ceasing ending things, but just more moderation. You know, that just gave me a new resolution idea. But um, I, I think Andrew's <laughs> gonna be like, so sorry, I no moderation. You're like, my resolution is excessiveness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. No, I, so so my my general resolution. I mentioned it before, and I. This, this is not the best way to phrase it. It just sounds clever, but it's to uh, be less nice, but more kind. But what I actually mean is just be a little more assertive in how I talk and present myself. You're not going to do that. I was about to. This is your chance, Tom. Word, or this is your chance, Andrew. Stream. <laughs> no, I'm, t- t- I'm testing you out here. Well, you failed the uh, test. I was about to say, yet, Thomas, about to say the F-bomb at you, and then I realized <laughs> we're streaming on a family-friendly channel. <laughs> but um, that's a joke. Uh, we're all friends here. <laughs> if we say it enough, it'll be true. <laughs> oh no, no, no. But, um, my other, my other resolutions, I think one, which was the one you just gave me the idea for is don't look at my phone when I wake up, which is hard to do sometimes. Cause I, I want to know what time it is, but maybe that's allowed, but I just don't do anything else. On oh, my phone. okay. That this is so, I'm so glad you brought this up because this is actually something I've been thinking about as a new year's resolution, like literally two weeks ago. I was just talking about this and I started putting my phone in the other room uh, when I go to sleep. Mm. The problem is, is that in the morning I like had this gnawing sense of like, oh man, maybe something happened. Somebody contacted me and I need to check it, blah, blah, blah. Right, right, right. So the compromise, and I also have no clue what time it is. <clears throat> I mean, I don't think you have a watch, but um, I put my watch in there last night. So that way when I get up, I can check to see if I got any notifications that were important mm. and I can also see the time. So it's like mm-hmm. a, I'm alleviating that pressure of feeling like I need to be able to be reached, even though that's ridiculous. Yeah. Nobody needs to reach me. And it, like, it's always just one of you I'll, guys. I'll message you in the morning, Robbie, and validate you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of you guys just sending me like a clip from Andor or something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I totally. No, that's a good idea. I, I lose like an hour every morning when my phone's next to my bed. 
Yeah, it's so easy to just scroll on there yeah. mindlessly. Um, maybe I should just get a clock. <laughs> and <then laughs> but my other resolution... <laughs> ah, uh, Christmas gift. Uh, I, I know what to get you now. <laughs> my other more concrete one is to just actually go through with uh, paying for a Mandarin Chinese tutor and just taking oh. tutoring lessons. And I'll go in with you on that yeah. one. Which I, I want to learn it at least somewhat conversationally before I go to Hong Kong, even though they don't even speak Mandarin there. But it's like... I feel like at least if I know Mandarin, I feel a little better about not knowing Cantonese while I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> I see the logic in that. It's kind of ridiculous, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> quick aside, Robbie, if you were to recommend learning one or the other, Japanese or Mandarin? <laughs> why, why are you asking Robbie? Oh, Japanese, sorry. I thought he, you were going to ask he, him about Cantonese or Mandarin. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, he, since he knows did both. Robbie become the authority on Cantonese versus Mandarin? <laughs> uh i mean japanese is kind of useless unless you want to watch anime and go to japan but china what about china China is kind of china is like a huge power of global superpower so it makes more sense (laughs) but i mean learning any language is hard and i will say this that if you want to learn a language you have to put your whole ass into it like you cannot Mm. just think that you're gonna duolingo five minutes a day or whatever no you got to like go, I mean, you don't have to put a lot in it every day, but you do have to like really focus when you're doing it and actually commit to it or you'll, mm. you'll never learn anything. The only time I like, I studied Japanese from seventh grade to uh, sophomore year of college. Okay. I learned the same amount in that chunk of time. No, I, I learned like, oh, sorry. Then I studied two semesters in Japan in my junior year of college the amount i learned while i was in japan is like twice what i learned in the preceding like eight years or however long that was just mm. from just immersing yourself <clears throat> yeah just totally immersing it and we yeah. i i did took classes for it like six hours a day so man i'm, I'm glad i'm starting from like a advantage starting point with chinese yeah, yeah um yeah i i think the tones are gonna be the death of me though I always tell people that when I speak Chinese, I just do it in iambic pentameter and just hope that it <laughs> comes out to be the right tone. Pink chili. Pink chili. Brian, you have any resolutions? Yeah, Brian, resolution time. Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> we stalled enough for you. Brian's like, I'm perfect the way I am. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that whole time. I was just listening to your resolutions. <laughs> uh, let's see. I mean, I... I want to learn more, you know, like, I don't know specifically what, but I just want to learn more of something. Actually, someone commented on, on one of our videos about like me learning a lot about like geology, about the places we go. I thought that'd be kind of cool. So I don't know, like kind of like the way, you know, you may pick up a random hobby to learn, learn something and become interested in something. I guess that'd be kind of fun, but I don't know specifically what yet. Um, I'd have to see what kind of like jumps out at me. I know Andrew's been kind of pushing to try and get me to learn Wing Chun. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that'd be cool. And then that'd you be never fun. show up. <laughs> well, <laughs> say the word, I'll be there. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if you... If you yeah, I guess you're, you can, you, you're, you're allowed to teach me now, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's All right. Cool. It's well, fun. You'll have to ask <laughs> me stuff. after... After New Year's, once I make right. my resolutions. <laughs> like, sorry, that wasn't one of them. <laughs> we'll hold you to my that. My resolution and... is to have a resolution. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll see you again year. in 2024. <laughs> well, and, and, and I'm hoping, secretly, I'm hoping that Andrew's, one of Andrew's New Year's resolutions is he brings back the Andrew Vlog channel. I've been thinking about that. Um, yeah, the problem is I hate seeing myself vlog. Okay, here, I've got a resolution for you guys that, oh, that I do kind of want to follow through with. Is that I, I want to get back to writing some music for the episodes oh yeah mm. but andrew That'll you need good. to uh you need to bring back one of the computer one at least one of the computers yeah, that i can yeah. use <laughs> i need to figure out what's wrong with the software on my laptop and then i can bring back this other computer. Huh. but dude or i could just yeah brian even if you wrote one song an episode that would be like amazing I, well the oh funny my thing God, is, so is that you guys are so fast now that <laughs> yeah. literally it, I'll, I'll be like okay i'm gonna sit down and and it's like maybe this weekend I'll try and write something, and you guys will be like, "All right, I've inserted all the music," and I'm just like, "Wait, hold on." It's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely a much more tedious process to play a live instrument and record it and all that than just you know 
banging out a MIDI song. So I think, I, I think at least maybe, I think so. I, I think know. no, it, you're total. It's totally true. Yeah, playing definitely. a live instrument is much larger hassle, especially if it's yeah. not like if you're not like just, really good at it. Just yeah. the setup alone too is like yeah. I think, but I think a good way to kind of ease into that resolution, Andrew, would be is if we worked on collaborations again because. <laughs> collaborations take a lot of pressure off of trying to write an entire song. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And not to mention it kind of, it's, it's just, I think it's more fun to bounce ideas off of each other when it comes yeah. to tunes. So uh, awesome. You get some guitar riffs for some lo-fi beats. <laughs> that's some, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's some, yeah. We really should try our hand at some lo-fi beats. It's not like they're hard technically. Yeah. They're, Cool. Yeah, that's that's some good new year's resolution. And I think the last one that we should all collectively strive for including you, our our most loved and loyal uh, listener right now, is helping us get to 200,000 <laughs> subscribers this year. So um, I think with that, anything else we want to say? Any questions oh. in the chat we want to address before we sign off here? One thing I'll say is we currently have two t-shirts, new t-shirts listed on our Teespring. Mm. So, and oh. we'll make an official announcement soon. Yeah, so we... we uh, we have the Yo Bear shirt, which features a woodblock cutting portrait of a kabuki theater singer. Yo Bear! Saying Yo Bear. <laughs> and then we have um, this Hong Kong cinema style poster, which is just the four of us looking into the distance. <laughs> oh, maybe so, we need to I reorganize like be... the page because I don't see that on here. Oh, are they not there yet? No. Uh, Am I in that one? They should be on there. Yeah, you're in that one. Well, we need to put it in the featured page, I guess, because it's not on oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. front we page. To, we need to do that. Mm, cool. But yeah, yeah those are up there. I'll, I'll make sure they're featured. Oh, that and... poster shirt is cool. Holy cow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, see, I knew you'd like that one because it's kind of like a Star Wars-y yeah. portrait type thing. And if if you want to be a part of our uh, and if you want to be part of our next Patreon live stream, then uh, uh, feel free to join Patreon and uh, interact with us live while we do this. We've got a lot of people in the chat, a lot of familiar faces, Dan Volkins, Marie OK, GX Ace, Matt W, Jason Bourgeois, uh, tons of other folks that I can't see on the screen right now, but big thank you to our, our regulars and our patrons. Um, any other talking points before we wrap things up here? No, I think we're good. I think that's it, yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. Have a fantastic 20 to end to 2022 and uh i'm excited to see y'all in 2023 yeah whatever thank you brings all for listening and all we right. will catch you next month on happy, new happy new year i can't believe it's dark outside now it lives literally sunny outside when we started dark. <laughs> <laughs> cool all right if you listen Thanks, quietly everyone. you can hear the keys fly <laughs> <laughs> i'm clicking in i'm clicking in <laughs>